Hey, comic book collectors, do you want to protect what you collect? Do you hate when your comic books slide around in your short box or you need to turn them sideways just so they don't bend or fall over? Well, look no further than Sidekick Supplies. Their product fits firmly inside your comic box so you don't need to worry. And not only is their product made in the USA, but also ships free directly to your doorstop. Check out our sponsor, Sidekick Supplies at SidekickSupplies.com and use the code COMICOM15 for 15% off your purchase. Believe me, you'll be ordering more than one. Welcome to the one and only Comic-Con Podcast, your podcast for comic book news, reviews, and comic community drama with your hosts, Nemesis Prime and Milton the Madden. Are you listening? That's right, everybody. The Comic-Con Podcast, Season 4, Episode 7, Big Time Drama. I love it. It's so good. We are back uh, right after the Super Bowl. I've barely talked to the man, the myth, the legend that was at the Super Bowl himself, hmm. scoring that final touchdown in overtime for the Chiefs. What's going on, man? How are you? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if I was a different shade, faster, wealthier, more athletic, yeah, that was me catching that last pass in the end zone there. Um, no, it was nice, man. It was a nice uh, another win. Two years in a row. I loved all the tears from all the Niners fans. I love all the tears from all the haters. I love all the tears from all the people who cried about Taylor Swift all season long. Regardless, the Chiefs pulled it off and heading back for the three-peat next year, baby. Yes, they got it done. That's uh it's been going that, that means the Comic-Con podcast partnership between myself and Milton the Manimal have seen the Chiefs win those mm-hmm. Super Bowls and three times. Yeah. yeah so it's keep it going so as long Crazy. as we keep doing this podcast shout out to kansas city though after the uh the um parade yesterday and obviously there was some horrible incident out mm-hmm. there people being idiots shooting like usual dumbasses. and uh shout out i'm sure they're not listening but shout out to the brave like citizens who tackled that dude that was awesome like that was yeah. amazing and you know thoughts and prayers to the family of the fallen and the 20 people who were shot and like the kids that were hurt as well. Yeah. That was horrible stuff. Very, very sad stuff. So uh, like we said, we're, uh, we're going to kind of go, if you briefly or got a chance, you know, all about what was going on with Epic nation. You can go check out the full video over at Brian McClay uh, beyond Wednesday's YouTube channel. We're definitely going to be touching base on that. Cause of course I posted on my Instagram, uh, we had to bring in some people because, again, this is a community show. We want to know what else the other community members think about this. So uh, returning guests this week, we have uh, what do we I would say Jeff Squared. Just Jeffs. Uh, have, <laughs> the Jeffs. The Jeffs. Yes. We yes. have um, one here uh, from Staten Island himself, uh, proprietor of the Jam Comics Comic Dunes Reverse, uh, Mr. Jeff Idiot Dunes this evening. What's going on, Idiot Dunes? Uh, hi guys, thanks for having me back. Um, yeah, quick name change because I was apparently name called, but uh, yeah, here we here we are. We're back where we started. Thanks for having me again, and we'll just plug what we're doing. Jam Comics, uh, local shop. If you're in New Jersey, North Jersey, and I also uh, started working at a shop called Fat Jack's Comic Crypt in uh, Philadelphia. So we're and consulting it, there and hopefully uh, bring that place back to its glory. So And it sure looks like a crypt. Just well, a lot we've of- done a lot of work. We've done a lot of work <laughs> in the last week and a half. I promise you. I'll send you some updated pictures. Yeah, I can't we wait to see that stuff. Up and it's, it's good 
good time. You guys should do a comic crawl there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the definitely the two shops. I've been into the one in Jersey. I've never been to the one in Philly, but I'm definitely going to be heading out there with uh, with Idiot Dunes to check yeah, out the do it, do it, man. Pajama Crib. And then again, we have uh, Pie Squared, uh, Jeff Jeff Pie Squared, uh, Mr. Binkies himself. You've seen him on Brian's channel, Beyond Wednesdays. You know him on whatnot, and also the King of the Trolls. What's going That's on? True. Hmm. King King of the Kings. The, King the, of the Kings. The Troll King. The troll himself. Uh, apparently under his bridge yeah it, it's it's me who drives everyone so much so that even though i am nobody and nobody cares about me people have fake accounts to watch me and <laughs> send text messages about me well you were the one who put the book in the pile to begin with right true. It, it was all part of my master plan yeah. uh, me, me and dr doom built some ai you know we made a cgi book that we could slide in there it's quick yeah. yeah. Oh, Slide a hand. Ooh, boy. We're going to get right into it, boys and girls. So if you don't know what we're talking about, like I said earlier, we're going to get right into the community drama. Brian McClay on Beyond Wednesdays had the one, the only Epic Nation collectibles on his show live in a in a one-on-one interview. And it was a, you know, no holds bar. It was just Brian. It was just Epic. There was no other involvement. There was no steel chair, no, you know, special guest referee, we'd say. Uh, but the chat was the chat was there, man. The chat was definitely in there. You know, completely agrees, thinks he's a scammer, a liar, a thief, the whole nine yards. But yeah, we're gonna kind of break down a little bit of like what Brian and Epic were kind of going back. And I literally did a whole book report about this. I typed out some of the things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to bring up, um, and we're kind of just gonna go around the horn. You know, what people thought about what was said. You know, what other people in the community th- think about this. You know, obviously Zach. And the two Jeffs here, you know, what they think about, because we all are involved in different areas of this comic book community, comic book world. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start off because I, I, I really want to get through my points quick uh, and dirty. And then we're going to you know, finish off. If anybody has anything that wants the same thing, feel free to jump in as well. Any of you guys. So, uh, you know, right off the rip, you know, the problem was. Brian had epic. You know, he was asking a lot of like big word questions and small word questions. And the whole the problem there was. You know, un- unfortunately, Epic doesn't understand the English language very well, and it's nothing against him. But when you're going to get a good answer or, or coherent answer from Epic, you could tell that he still couldn't understand that. Even when the small time questions came up, you still felt like those answers are just what you know he wants to hear or what was really being said. Um, and I think that was one of the big problems throughout the entire interview. Um. Let's get right into me. Obviously, my name was named. All of our names were pretty much dropped, except for you know, Mister uh, Mister Manimal over there. I think, or maybe he was. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm sorry. I don't know how he gets out unscathed <laughs> all the time, all the time. Well, to be honest, I just haven't. I have. I definitely haven't been in the forefront of the the epic drama as you guys. Um, well, hold on, hold on. Is it really drama? Right? Drama. No, you're right. If Not your drama. Wife cheats on you. He's a thief. Or yeah. you, you know, like something like that. Like. People who steal, we talk about outing all the time. Mm-hmm. And and as a community, and I'm sorry, Justin, for just hijacking that. No, you're good. That's what we're going to do. You can go on Instagram, and if somebody steals something from a shop or this and that, like, it happens. They share that information, right? Like, the only reason why someone – why he is safe is what? Because he sells on whatnot. If this was anybody else, they'd be gone already. Anyone mm-hmm. I know that has shows in Jersey – and my and my shops, he's not allowed in. And you know what? 
kudos to Zach for always just skating away, man. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, and not to jump, I know you guys have a lot to say. So I'll just probably jump in here and there, but honestly, my my general opinion of this guy is like I just don't have any fucking time for him. I don't. I mean, I don't I don't buy from whatnot. I don't buy garbage exclusives. I don't buy exclusives, period. So this guy is like mm-hmm. not even in my realm of collecting. And I've also kind of turned a corner, I feel like, these past couple of weeks where I've decided I really just have, don't have anything to do with anyone in this community who doesn't read comic books. If all you do is sell comics, you really got nothing for me. And I don't really got anything for you, to be honest, because you're not a part of my community. Like, you just sell books, which is fine. There's nothing. There's no problem with that. But you're not part of the comic book community. That's like saying someone who works at Lube Jockey is part of the automotive community as well. Like, you know, actually that's a horrible reference, but anyway, I, I don't, I just don't really care about Epic nation. I don't give a shit about him. And honestly, I think he's on the way out. I think the, the reason he reached out to Brian is because he's feeling the heat. His sales are down. His money's down. People don't want to work with him. And I think the fire's going out and we just let it die. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, yeah, I got nothing for the guy. I, I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, you know, again, let's again back to my book report over here. So, you know, my my name was dropped. You know, he said something along the lines of, you know, Nemesis Prime. He used to come into my shows. Yes, hundred percent. I'll agree with that. I used to go into his shows when whatnot was new, when he was a nobody, when whatnot was a lot of fun. I bought a whole Clone Wars set, Clone Wars one through twelve, from him for under a thousand dollars raw. What did I do? I ended up pressing all of them. I ended up rating them and i'm sure i sold them if they weren't nine eights to keep them in my collection i'm sure i bought other books off of him when he was when i didn't even know what he looked like to be honest again i i thought he was jamaican like i thought he was like uh you know i thought he had dreads i had no idea what he looked like i didn't know you know bali rom was this fat Kevin. guy like just I, I whatever so it was it was so different so yeah yeah of course i bought from him uh and then he you know he brought up my name saying that he saw me at megacon yeah i saw him at megacon when i was trying to go to a photo op couldn't really stop and have a whole big conversation with you when you're in front of all your boys and whatever like i didn't have time for you i wasn't gonna have a whole what was i gonna do pull out my phone and start recording you come on like were we gonna have a uh, an interview there with nobody else around he would have said no so uh next thing i want to drop in of, of course the JuCon thing he talked to Brian about Brian brought up something along the lines of like, oh, well, you know, I thought you didn't you brag about being, you know, at, at the JuCon. And he, he even quoted, he goes, I didn't bring he's like, I didn't brag about it. I just posted about it that I had a private signing with Frank Miller. Bullshit. You did an IG story talking about yourself showing off the booth and the con and telling people I'm here where the trolls suck a lolly. And I even did a little short video a while back, like saying that on repeat suck a lolly and that's directly from that con and we've all seen that video we've probably posted it on our own shows so again another garbage thing that had to happen throughout that interview well and let me jump in real quick on that one so even on top of that first off if we're talking jucon i mean so he threw my name around there so so let's let's start some other sakes of clarity here if you listen to me and listen to anything that I said about Yukon, according to Epic, I said that he was banned and he wouldn't be this, he wouldn't be that. No, 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 no. So we're going to do some fact checking here. Um, you kind of sounded you know. like him when you when you said that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I try. <laughs> I've been practicing. Um, so what I said specifically, and it's exactly what happened, is Epic would not have a booth. Epic would not be able to post 
as a representative of Juice or the convention itself, much the same way that LA Comic Con told him to take the logo off the back of his books or remove the books. Mm-hmm. And what I explicitly said is he may be there, but he's not actually there. He's just there as a person. And he has no affiliation to anything. And frankly, the convention itself was appalled at the things that I've told them is to what he's done. And they actually apologized to me for his behavior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole night, it, it, oh, Binky said this. And immediately, like, anyone with a pair of eyes can go back and look. And there's a fucking post that counteracts everything the nitwit said. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what, like, delusional reality the man was living in, but when there's very clear, irrefutable fact, video of all oh, the trolls, this, that, and everyone else, all oh, this, all oh, that, uh, sorry, Charlie, you lost your fucking cards. Like, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but that's been the story from the start, is like, since this, the whole, um, stealing bit i'm not going to say drama because i don't think it's drama again right mm-hmm, right facts you're mm-hmm. reporting the facts uh guy steals his story changes around so many times so many times and then his, this guy doesn't work for him this and that again i've said it from day one if any of my employees is a representative of me at a convention is with me at a convention and they steal that's a direct reflection on me as the business owner and i, I we need to handle that right away we don't need to make a video or post combating all the irrefutable proof, making video edits, taking down posts. It, it just gets ridiculous. It yeah, just it was ridiculous. And then, you know, the other half of it is f- from my perspective, he likes to attack you guys for like your, your cloud chasing, right? Which I think is the absolute best. So what's my story? I'm I'm definitely not a clout chaser. Go look at my history. I'm pretty successful in this space without creating shenanigans, variants, you know, none of this nonsense. Yeah, so once- if I'm a clout chaser, what's going on? Like my story stays the same. You, the story you guys have been telling stays the same. He's the only one that just keeps backtracking, right? We didn't need to have this one-on-one Brian and Epic interview time like we were watching some show in the 90s with Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> Covering something that we all know, right? Like watching Vince McMahon lie about the steroid era. Like this, <laughs> everything this guy was saying was just, like, why are you wasting your time, Ryan? Why are you giving him the space? And, and that that actually upset me more than anything else. <laughs> like we were all past this guy. He's just a fart in the wind. Just let him go. And, and you know, like Zach had mentioned earlier, like wh- why are we giving him the time and the space all over again? Just completely unnecessary. Yeah, I think that was a big thing on on the comments on my reel today. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, why are you giving him a platform? And even, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to say it. You may want to say it down there, but I, I think it's just interesting that you know he like and Zach said earlier. You know, he he's hurting for stuff. He needs he needs to find out. He needs new followers, I guess, like that. He needs to clear up and clear the air. It's very odd that he decided to do that. So, so what you said. You know, he doesn't need a platform. So I'm not going to say who or what, but because it, it, it's not my place. But I, again, we're connected. I have a lot of friends who are in the, uh, I guess, the content creating space. And they and like to call it like it is. So my one of my friends made a comment on the post. And 
he on the live up, show. Get it right. It's on the he in the live on show. On the right? live show. On the live yeah. show. Yeah, on the live show. And uh Kevin, Bali, Epic, whatever you want to call him, had reached out to my buddy. Was like, I don't need yeah, criminal nation collectibles. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I just made that up. You can use it. So can I if fall for that LLC? Shirt, if you make me sure it's sold, he's gonna freaking coin that. If he's listening to this, he's gonna coin that. So we better act fast. Um if he doesn't have it already. So then he responds to my buddy. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me, I'll pull this up real time just so you can see. Cause this is what it's, oh my God, this is what it's about. And this is, this is where it gets wild. Right. Cause it's like, he just, you don't have, it doesn't register. You're not bigger than anything. You're not, you're a guy who who sells who who slings nothing, and it's all shenanigans, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't here before, like you said. You don't read comic books, but it's it's not even that. Let me let me find this. This is great. Do I have to text you who it is? Do I have to? No, <laughs> point I'm looking to the for DM. It. Up. If I had to pull it up. Um, it's because I had so many. He you can type in his name. Friend. You know that. <laughs> well, I had to go through. He messages well, my friend. He says, "Just a heads up. I don't need a platform." All right, so, so this uh, is now you. So you brought up the message. This is Epic replying to my friend's comment on the live show. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a heads up, I don't need a platform, sir. Let's call a timeout. I'm going to throw the challenge flag. The only <laughs> reason why you have any type of following in this space is because of a platform called Whatnot. You were not selling comic books. If and I'll drop another name, my friend Kurt Bowlers didn't sell you stuff back in the day, and I'm. Pretty sure he stopped, but if not, we'll have the conversation with him. Um, don't worry. And you know, like that, you you are a platform seller. You don't sell anywhere else. Maybe Instagram now, but you were birthed from the womb and and delivered from the vaginal comics organs of whatnot. Mm. Like you have nothing else going on for you, sir. So let's just get that clear. You need a platform because you're nothing. You're nothing on the platform because you're nothing. Everything you sell is nothing. Good day to you. I think, you know, like throughout the whole show, what what kind of kept bugging me besides like just the idiocy of every comment and statement that was made. I mean, it was just like you just wish you could you wish you could reach through and just wring his neck. It's just so ridiculous or shake him like Homer shakes Bart and like the Simpsons. Right. But um, the thing that just is like. I, I, it blows my mind how there's anyone. Of course, you have like the the blowjob king, B. Gironi out there, who's just out there just thirsting for some epic schlong <laughs> all day long. But um, did he, did he you, catch that on the back end of uh, hole 14 by chance? No, he probably got you know he didn't even get par on that one, dude. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, it's just oh, yeah. it's it, what blows my mind the most is it's like okay, so here's this guy like in a nutshell story, and I'm, of course I'm gonna miss a few things because how can you keep straight everything like? Okay, so oh, he didn't have a bad car dealership. Oh, he didn't hit that guy and almost like kill him in the car wreck. Oh, he didn't have these problems. He didn't steal. He didn't screw over Sub Zero. He didn't screw over Nerdy. He didn't do all these things. I mean, how many? We were talking like twenty different incidents of like stuff where like literally this guy's the definition of the saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I've never lived a life where I've had so many things where people are like, yeah, well, what about this? Like even Brian throughout yep. the whole show is like, okay, well now let's move on to this problem and this problem and this <laughs> problem and this problem. Like the problems never stopped. So like at yeah. some point, what rational human being is like, hmm, you know, 
this might there might be something to this guy shadiness <laughs> here. Like this shit like, just keeps on coming up. Man, B. Gironi's out there, just like nope, nope. He's still such a good guy, dude. <laughs> well, and what's even more hilarious to me? Let's not even talk problems. Let's let's get straight to the nut cutting as well. Exclusives are a cash grab. This is a direct quote. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're they're a cash grab. The asshole dropped an exclusive two hours prior on his website. Yeah. So let's all just, you know, let's all eliminate things that people may squabble over. Oh, he's not a thief. His employee was. Oh, we didn't do this. This happened. Okay, let's cut all that out. Let's get straight to the nut cut. Would you go to somebody that says, by the way, exclusives are cash grabs? P.S. I've got an exclusive. Do you want it? Yeah, give me some cash. Does that, yeah, <laughs> does that sound like somebody that you want to support? Does that sound right. like somebody who has your best interest as a consumer in their mind? who openly admits to a practice of cash grabs, but is equally producing those cash grabs and admits to it and doesn't just admit to it, but brags about the yep. fact that he is producing those. I would buy from him because you got me sold on his business practice, but I'm blocked on every platform. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. He, he has a website that sees about five clicks a day, most of which are from Central Europe. It's, a, it's almost like maybe some arms are getting... So yeah, it's almost like there's some criminal activity occurring in his like family and his history. It's almost like there's government agencies but that isn't there, questioned isn't him. Isn't there a current suit out or something going on? And and, and Binky's like, if well, I don't know, I, I just remember hearing and seeing something about comics, like Epic Nation versus someone. And I don't uh, so so I've yeah I've seen that there's an Epic Nation LLC lawsuit out there. I I don't have a ton of info on it. I haven't had a chance to pull all the info, but there's a. a specifically named you know bali epic nation llc and this is prior to epic nation the business being listed in plucky's name which is the interesting part yeah that was something i'm surprised brian didn't bring up and i don't think he knew i feel like that would have been a perfect question like why are you not the owner of the llc well it's also like how do you how do you have enough time to bring up all these problems? You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, I know. Shit's gonna, shit's gonna fall it, well, through. Like there's so much, so many problems. And curiously enough, if he has a legitimate car business, and I'm not saying that he doesn't, why is there not an LLC record of it under his name either? Hmm. Anybody else find that out? I think this needs to be covered in a seven-part documentary, oh, like The Last Dance. And we should 30 for 30 the shit out of this, man. Well, I'm going to find a podcast that talks about car dealership. So, like, is there a Fast and the Furious car dealership <laughs> podcast out there that wants to take over the uh, the Bali Ram uh, section of this? Because this is a comic book side. But, yeah, it's absolutely wild. And I, I it was funny, too, when he was like, you know, after the L.A. Comic Con thing, I'm trying to stay quiet and, you know, I, to kind of die down on the thing. And to be honest, and I said this to someone today. I think if I didn't go to MegaCon, this probably would have stayed quiet. The stuff that went down at MegaCon with Matthew would have probably not have been risen up from wherever you want to, like the grave or whatever you want to call it, right? I'm in agreement. Yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah. uh, I mean, it's possible that one of the retailers that knew what happened would have would have spoken to one of us at some mm -hmm. point. You know, I, I. But it's too late. It was too late. Right? Yeah, I was there. Like <clears throat> there on Friday. It was the perfect opportunity. You know, it was like the perfect storm. I went to this con for the first time and I'm not even in the building more than an hour and two retailers tell me the story. And it was just like, 
Oh, thank you so much for this. <laughs> I got the message right away. And I think oh, it was me and I just started laughing. I was right. like, I'm busy with real stuff. This is hysterical. I can't with this guy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how he's like, Oh yeah, me and Matt are fine. This and that, you know, we did our show. Yeah. Because I'm sure Matt one also wanted to get money too. Like, again, it's always saving. It's saving face. It's, you know, you know, Binky's had the conversation with Matt. I had a conversation with Matt. We, you know, it was, he understands. I doubt he's going to do anything else with him unless he already had it prearranged and he doesn't want to back out of a deal because maybe, maybe there is a contract for some deal and then he could sue him while you were in a contract, but I doubt that's going to happen. So um, last thing I just want to touch on for myself and then you guys can just literally, we'll, we'll go around the table. It was the sub zero stuff. So he talks about, Oh, you know, I showed the proof previously and all the stuff that I with, with sub zero again, the proof and the story goes both ways. You don't have, if both of these guys aren't on the screen at the same time, you have no idea who's to blame. And then Epic always, he, he keeps talking about, Oh, we owes the greater quote unquote greater, which I think is the submitter money. And that person is taking sub zero to court. If the books were never graded. How does sub zero owe any money? If sub zero never got any of the books back, how does he owe any, how does he owe any money in this? The stories just don't line up. Right. Yeah. Then, well, it, it, that's the thing too. It, exactly. It's something that I fit on. So first off, he said twenty five thousand dollars is what Sub Zero is. This guy, mm -hmm. um, the three of you guys, are you gonna front me twenty five grand? Any of you? Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> real conversation. What it's for? Yeah, I mean, I gave Jeff a thousand questions, bucks. but yeah, I mean, I'm right. Twenty twenty five grand to grade books. Mm -hmm. Like. Probably not those books, but it's yeah. better stuff. Well, like taco. Are we talking about like taco time? Deadpool taco time? No, probably not, dude. No. So, so hard pass like, on that one, right? So a hard pass. So somebody fronted twenty five thousand dollars and allegedly shipped things overseas and did this and did that. Which, first off, is anyone shipping something overseas if they haven't received? Do you know how fucking expensive overseas shipping is? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. You try to avoid shipping overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hate that conversation. Overseas. I don't entertain international. I probably should, but no thanks. So, like, you know, Epic wouldn't give this person's name. So, number one, if you can't give me a name, I don't believe that they exist. You may as well have told me that Santa Claus was the greater, and I would have actually believed it a little bit more. Yeah. Number it was, two, it was Matt Nelson. Matt Nelson is the submitter. He, he it's true. It's also Santa Nelson. Claus. So. Apparently they're making dreams come true over there at CGC. <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, you know, and again, real quick, you know, so they, they talk about the money thing. He talks about how, oh, it went from like 50,000. And then he's like, no, he's only, he only wants 30 and 25 and then 12. And he's like, oh, well, how come, you know, why is he just dropping all this money all of a sudden? I don't think Epic understands the whole idea of he's just trying to get some money so he can square up with people and just get out. Like Epic doesn't understand the whole taking a loss sometimes is the better. You know, just to, I just want to square up with people. I want to get out of this contract. I want to get out of these deals just so you can get rid of the guy. Like what's the, what's the, uh, the quote in a Bronx tale? Uh, you know, Hey, you, you know, you lost that guy for $20. You don't have to deal with him again. You know, he's out of your life for 20 bucks or something like that. Right. That's literally what it is. Like he just wants to, he just wants the money. Just pay these other people. He doesn't care. Like maybe he owes a lot more to other people, but let's just square up and get out. Um, yeah, I'm done. Next up, uh, let's go around. Uh, Mr. Idiot Dunes, what do you got to say? What do you think about all this? What do you think about the interview? You know, I, I hope at some point it, it, everyone who, who does business like like 
realizes what kind of person this guy is. Um, you know, Zach pointed out, and Pinky's pointed out the track record that he has, and it's just not a good one. You know, my first experience with him, he tried showing me, uh, I forget, I was with Javon Jordan, um, his buddy who we used to hang out with. I don't know if he still does the kid collector cove or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were in Chicago and I was outside bullshit with Javon and, uh, he starts coming over and like showing me books that mid grade books and shenanigans like he's I'm like, what, what is this guy doing? And Javon, it's like, Hey, chill. Like, won't, like, he's just like trying to show off. He was very, let's, we need to impress and play this persona. Oh, I'm epic. I'm epic. I'm like, Hey, Jeff, comic dudes. It's like, yeah. And at the time I believe that worked for Metropolis or a, a comic connect. So, you know, one of the bigger in the room, um, uh, Mr. I don't need a platform like, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it was just funny. And I, you know, I just, I scrolled through the phone real quick. I'm like, Javon, watch this. And we just shut him up with some cool pictures. I was like, here's some things you'll never see. Good luck with your mid grade three hundreds. He probably stole back then too, but I don't want to uh, throw out a, other allegations. If he's got a whole slew against them anyway, I just, we need to all move past this, you, you know, because this this isn't drama. This is we're alerting the community of what's going on, right? But we can't. We have to play a part. Everybody needs to play a part too. Oh yeah, I think that's what it is. You know, <clears throat> you know, people were complaining or making comments on Brian's show, on his, you know, on his posts, on my posts. That you know, again, giving the guy a platform. Why is this just drama? We need to move on, like you just said. And it's not about that. It's about letting people know that how much of like what he's doing to people. You know, it's not about the clicks. It's not about not about the views. It's literally about you know making people aware of what's going on. Well, exactly. He should do. Brian should do the seven nights of epic, just like we were talking, like like um like the last dance. The and documentary. Be, yeah, the doc. It, it could be one night. It's going to be you know uh, one problem. Uh, the, the first guy you mentioned before, uh, Sub Zero. The second night it could be you know Danielle. Third night it could be this Homeland artist. Security. Yeah, whatever it is, it could be the, the the person that they hit. We could just go a hard right one episode, yeah, and just completely go. But then bring it back to like him just scamming to the most recent, and and just chop it up. And Brian, like, okay, we got the retailer from MegaCon that that you mm. know spoke to you. But having him on a one on one on a one on one was just so stupid. They need to have him talking with someone else that that. It happened with put him. I, I get in, what you're saying, a, but we've seen that happen. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I wish yeah. someone else would have been able to be on there. <laughs> Jesus, not Nick GQ, but <laughs> we've seen that happen. And like, he just, he, I mean, he's talking over Brian's like the most cool, calm, and collected, like, very, like, you know, low, lay, laid back, low key, and mm -hmm. epic just talking over him all the time. Like, now you even put in one mildly antagonistic person in there. And out comes the suck a lolly persona and all comes. I mean, well, it can mean whatever you want it to mean at that. Yeah. At that point, honestly, it's just to me, like, yeah, it's not even worth like talking to this dude. Like he's going to get jumped at a con. I guarantee you he has too many enemies out there. Sub-Zero is going to bash this dude. If he ever sees him, um, he's going to go away. I mean, I don't know, dude. I know he's got a bunch of followers on whatnot and his, his live shows are, you know, there's pretty substantial people there, but look, man, have you ever seen that house? They can't even afford heat in that house. That guy's not even like, is. he's talking about how much money they got 
plucky sitting there like wearing like she lives in antarctica that that's cold as shit in that place it looks like a freaking stash house like what is going on over there well, dude? oh it's just incidentally rich, the beanie is where she hides the comics <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. in her sweatpants or two her two layers of sweatpants is that where she hides the asm 300 you know like, <laughs> yeah. i mean it's a That's joke it's dude. A this guy's comical bro who who is successful that is peddling Deadpool taco times? First off, come on, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> Have you seen these books? They're horrendous. That Minnie Mouse, and I'm not even an art guy, bro. That Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, that looked like a third grader drew that. And no offense to the artist, but that shit sucked. No man. offense like, to third graders. Dude, this guy just needs to go to AI, bro, because it's garbage. Yeah, that was <clears throat> that's pretty bad. And he was trying to explain it. Well, it's, you know, because again, it's Steamboat Mickey, Steamboat Willie is the trademark that you're allowed to use not mickey mouse but yeah that mini was just like loobly there's nothing steamboat about that willy oh no not at all mickey, <laughs> yeah like, and him try, him trying to explain cost cosplay wars was like the best he's like well, these are all art books well like what are what are the what's the insides like what what, 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 what is yeah. cosplay wars some new book that's going to come out about he was trying to explain it is uh People that go to conventions and a virus hits and anybody oh that was the one up, oh, yeah okay. and and people that are dressed up as cosplayers the the virus infects them and some people are good some people are bad and then it kills off everybody else so basically the four of us if we were at a con we would be dead because none of us cosplay that's yeah. basically what yeah. it is. the people that actually spend money at the shows at a convention would be dead basically you see where some of these people keep their money i've gotten sweaty bills from Ooh. uncomfortable crevices mm. and almost just had to give it to them for free from their steamboat willie yeah just about <laughs> uh binkies do you want to j- jump in on anything before we kind of move over move over to some comic book talk oh the, so so uh, speaking about like the cosplay war stuff so so I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm gonna throw it out to the panel. If you guys are in front of a computer and you can use the Google machine, I don't. I don't want it to be my voice because someone will say that I'm lying. They'll probably mm-hmm. say that you guys are lying too. But I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you to Google next level concept comics and tell me if you even find a listing on Google of such a company even existing. Next level comic what? Uh, next level concept comics, I believe, is their name. Next level concept. Facebook group. You got a Facebook maybe? next level comics from 2015. Yes. Yeah. 2015. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. This so, number one. That's old as hell. Yeah. Yeah. So next level concepts down there. What's that one? But it's no comics. No, the, they they do. I think that's food, kitchen, produce, yeah. kitchen, <laughs> yeah. kitchen and food. <laughs> Which I know so, that guy's not eating vegetables, so that can't be him. I see. He's eating something. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I get what you're saying. So there's nothing out there for next level yeah, concept. So, 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 so this, no, 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 no publisher. Yeah. So, so this make believe book that may or may not be real. I'm not going to say that again. I'm not going to say that it isn't. There are issues of this cosplay wars comic that exist. But you know, you're acting like it's going to be the next fucking do you poo or or great concept or something. Mm-hmm. God. These people don't even have a website. No more do you poo. Please. Stop lying. Just stop just... with the poos. With the stop poos. with the concepts. Stop with the bad ideas. None of it yeah, works. Like, I, I just and this is what frustrates me about all of this. You know, there, there's a lot of people, and, and I do agree. We we are giving him a platform in some ways, and that keeps him around in some senses. I mean, yeah, anybody that says that, they're not wrong. But here's the other edge of the sword. 
so long as people stay silent as to the shit that he pulls and the shit that he does and the lies that he spews. Like, if I was playing a drinking game for every time that he either misspoke about something that I did or lied about something that I did last night, you guys would have had to come down to Baltimore and get me out of the hospital from suffering from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I agree with long I agree show. With, <laughs> I agree with like yeah. uh, what what you're talking about. Like, and that's kind of how I felt at the beginning of this. But I genuinely kind of feel like we've reached like the plateau. You know, where I mean is like all the people who are done, gonna be done with this dude are done with this dude, and all the people who aren't gonna be done with them, they're just gonna stay not done with them. Like, I don't feel like you're gonna be able to convince B. Gironi or any of the no, other people. You know, well, and like, that's and that's the thing. Like, I'm not worried about convincing those people, but what I'm worried about is the next Matthew Waite. The next artist. Yeah, those are the people we should be focusing on. Yes. Right. And, yeah. and that's and that's like that's the other edge of the sword is if you aren't talking, the next Matthew Waite situation is going to happen. The next Nerdy Girl situation is going to happen. The next person that's going to get fucked over. It's in comics by this guy because people aren't out there to put out all the bullshit that's going on and being transparent about it. Agreed. So. You know, it's a question of how to balance that. Um, right. For me personally, like, you know, anybody that knows me over the past week or so, like, I, I've dealt with so much drama. This this guy is, is a, in essence, he's a fart behind my back. I don't care. It blew, it blew out the other end. Somebody in the hallway smelling it right now. Whatever, dude. Get your fucking lies out of your mouth about me and get real. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Just get real. Captain, I've never been cease and desist. I have the proof. Motherfucker, I have the proof that you were cease and desisted. And there's people again that are like, oh, you keep complaining, but you don't have receipts. I have receipts. Mm -hmm. You guys want receipts? I'm right here. Come get them. I'm happy to share them. I'm not going to blast them out in public. Um, you know, yeah, I let, the, let, let somebody else when the courts come and he and that was a thing, too. Like he wants to go to court. And Brian even said it. In this, in his second show, it's like, yeah, you're gonna take these people to court. So you say, that's gonna open up so much more for you, man. Like, Wait, who did oh, you want to sure. take to court? Uh, Sub Zero. He's, he's oh, apparently gonna take okay. Sub Zero to court. Which, uh, you know, I again, I don't, I, I know what's been said. I Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't trust anybody. It's yeah. kind of my standpoint, especially when it comes to everything around this. I just, I, I don't trust anybody. Is the what they're saying? Nobody's ever given you 100 percent of the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that's what it is. It's one-sided. All these things were one-sided. So, but you know, I I certainly can make an assessment and look and say, well, here's a stack of incidents. Here, here's a pile of complaints and questions, and make a reasonable assertion that there's probably where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, listen, yeah, Brian did a two-hour show last night. There was, if there was not all that, then there wouldn't have been a two-hour show. But. Right. But it's just like, it, it, again, it frustrates me. I don't need a platform yet. I'm selling on a platform that's whatnot. And I, I, not me, but Epic, explicitly asked Brian McClay, who, again, let's talk receipts, has said to me, I don't need to talk to Brian McClay. I don't need to be on YouTube. I don't need any of this. Mm -hmm. Explicitly reaches out via email to Brian McClay to have a conversation because he's a narcissist man no he's oh he is and you hit the word on the head you hit the sat word of the day that i was about to jump to yeah i mean okay. that's all it is is and he feels like he sits here and cries about oh they're they're bullying me bro you love it 
You love it. You love the attention. Oh, he, you he want to be on attention. Everyone's... Because yeah. let, let me throw some other quotes from his mouth last night to, to go on the narcissism thing. I was a little comic guy, but guess what? I got to be the big comic guy. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? Who believes it? Also him. true. But like, mm-hmm. who the fuck would ever... You could go and ask Darren from Unknown Comics if he thinks he's the big comic guy. And he's just like, I don't want to fucking sell comics. Yeah. <laughs> Normal people don't sit there, oh, I got to be the big comic man. I was on the stage. Motherfucker, stop worrying about being on the stage. And start worrying about showing up to court when you're supposed to be in court, taking care of people you hit with cars, taking care of people you owe money to, taking care of all that business. Stop lying. Stop stop, stop saying falsehoods. Stop claiming things that are in print, invisibly in print, and not even like open to interpretation in print. Like explicit fucking Instagram posts that say, hey – so-and-so, which was Queen's Comic Party, and the other vendor that posted something, if you have information, please reach out. Mm-hmm. Yet, apparently that's me claiming someone has stolen something and that they've stolen X number of books and this, that, and everything else. Yet, it's clearly just a post that says, hey, person that posted this and other person involved that's also tagged on that post, please reach out if you have information so I can be of assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, the claims of clout chasing and things like that, does anybody honestly believe for 10 seconds I'm worried about clout? No. I, I'm irrelevant and I'm happy to be irrelevant. Yeah. Did you like, my, did you like my comment? I was like, who's Binky's anyway? And I wrote, Binky's is your daddy. I had that <laughs> screenshotted actually. I had that screenshotted on my phone and I forgot I to send that. it to you. I was I was really sad no one, no, I didn't get more hype on that because I thought that was like gold, bro. He's like, who's Binky's anyway? Binky's is your daddy, dude. <laughs> well, apparently, if you're going to call up Brian McClay and ask to come out and in under five minutes, throw my name out there. Apparently, I'm mm. doing something and I'm really ruffling some feathers. Oh, yeah. I I listen. I'm in the same boat, man. He he threw my name out there multiple times. So, yep. you know, what did... yeah, yours was right behind me. Yours was 30 seconds right after my name. It, yeah. it, was, it was Binky's and Nemesis Prime. Like, I'm the fucking Comic Dunes was in there. Like, we were the ones who decided to steal from that guy that day. Mm hmm. But don't forget, he is going to be doing a 50 cent variant and he's going to have 50 cent streaming on his what? Which, again, speaking of narcissism. Oh, I'm, I'm good for Oh, you didn't I'm... hear about this, Zach? You must have jumped off at this point. Wait, I, no, I missed that too. Oh, oh you okay. guys don't know about this. All right. So, so yeah, let's, let's talk narcissism. Oh, I know 50, I know 50 cent. I'm going to be doing a book of 50 cent. He, he was in my car rental business because when I deal with my exotic car rental business, I deal with music stars and drug dealers. And I shit you not, that is also a quote. Mm-hmm. And anybody that doesn't no, believe no, 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 wait, time out. M- music, uh, musicians, stars, and drug dealers. That's yeah, yes. he said this. He this said that. is a quote. Anybody that doesn't I, believe me, please 50. go to Brian McClay's. Please go to Brian McClay's show. It, the, the quote is there. I'm not misstating that. I'm not misquoting I'm, that. I'm, These I'm are direct so happy words from the man in my right ear. Yeah, he said like that. that uh, the reason he got out of the the car rental business. Uh, because of that, because he dealt with a lot of uh, drug dealers, and you know they'd come at they come after you. You know, can I throw them screw, screw them over? In that whole block, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's doing yeah. a variant with Fifty Cent because he knows him. Um, he's trying to get Flavor Flav for C two E two doing a, and doing a variant as well over there. He said he yeah. and he actually said he would fly Flavor Flav out there and all this and pay for him. 
Yeah. And, okay. and like, dude, who who cares? You're gonna throw out names? Okay, let's 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 throw out names. I know Gilbert. I'm gonna do a variant with Gilbert. It's gonna be a WWE variant. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna go to Dwayne's house and go hang out. Look, I'm throwing out names. I must be important. Let's find out his credit score. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know this dude's credit score, dude. I'm, like, that's my goal. I'm gonna find out his credit score. Like, who just it, yeah. again? It, it it frustrates me, and this this it just it drives me batty. And, and I'm gonna try to leave it at this. It drives me batty that anyone would want to do business with somebody that says, "Oh, they're all quick money cash grabs." And just put one out on his own and then tries mm-hmm. to justify his quick money cash grab. And yeah. then in the same justification said, yeah, that's also a quick money cash grab. He just told you people to your face. He is trying to grab cash from you. He has admitted now to stealing money from you to your face. Got to pay that credit card bill, dog. <laughs> it can pay, pay itself. Stop pretending like he's a good guy. He's he's a turd burglar. Let's be real. All I gotta say, dude, dead, Deadpool taco time. Deadpool taco time. Uh, I'm literally... dying over here about this. I know we could see. Unfortunately, nobody else could see you dying over there. And but yeah, that that was true. So everybody, make sure you definitely go check out Brian's two-hour show with him. Um, other than listening to us rant and react about it, so I believe I, I thought about doing a whole live show. I thought about calling out of work today and doing a whole like reaction video watching it with other people and whoever wanted to jump in jump in but we're not going to do that but let's actually get back to some important stuff in the community some goddamn comic books. we haven't talked comic books in literally three weeks two and a half weeks now because last week i had otto and anthony from bird city on here we talked megacon so we didn't talk books so there is going to be a lot to talk about as far as reads uh i am super excited to talk about a ton of books this week but let's kind of start with our guests uh mr comic dunes let's talk with you first What's what are you reading? Anything that you read over the past couple weeks that uh you know yeah. you want to talk about, bring some people to the attention? G.I. Joe 301 to 30 or right? 301 mm. to 303. Those are the new ones, right? Yeah. Say again. Those are the new ones, right? The new like, yeah, yeah. So like, the Hama stuff. And then they have the energy on universe, which is yeah. something different from what I understand. So I caught up on that. Um really really different like mutant zombie thing going on then they merge with some technology had no idea what i was getting into because it's been a while since i read some gi joe so that was nice caught up on that and i read the first two issues of transformers i don't know if if i talked about that the last time but transformers i know i have like the other issues too but i'm hooked i'm hooked on transformers i'm also hooked on that joe's and kind of that's really it just staying mm-hmm. in that 80s lane oh and thundercats holy smokes thundercats was amazing okay yeah let's talk about the thundercats because that was definitely gonna be one of my books so yeah, what so are your thoughts what were your thoughts on it you liked it a lot you thought it was i i, I liked it i mean it's like a, it's a it's a retelling of the origin right mm-hmm. so like i didn't really i remember watching it all as a kid but i didn't remember all the storylines and everything like that but that was a i don't want to spoil it for people but at the end of what happens, mm-hmm. that was yep. an episode as well. So like it's it's he's going through a trial. He's still a child, right? Yeah. He's fresh out the pod, the whole bit. So it's different. I thought the art was great. I, I enjoyed the story. Declan, okay, he's pushing mm-hmm. it along. So yeah. it was it was different. It definitely was. I just for me, you know, with the nostalgia thing, that's kind of resurging between like the Joes, the Transformers, you know, gargoyles. Uh, Darkwing Duck, all these to me, I felt that was one of the weaker of like the 80s reboots in a way. Like, mm-hmm. 
it really it didn't really grab me Hmm. um and again it's only one issue but i get what they're doing they literally just want to give you the entire origin story right up front like what happened why why are they on new Sendera? like this whole thing but yeah it's going to be interesting to see where they're going to go like with you know jagas at the end with uh mumra like it's going to be very interesting of like how they're doing this but yeah yeah, I just I for me it, it felt a little strange. Like it kind of was like a mm, little lackluster. But again, it's it's one issue. Let's see what happens going forward. Sure. I uh, struggled with the interiors a little bit myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't necessarily think they were the best, but I I feel like that's like comics in general right now. Is there's <clears> just, I don't want to say there's no, but there's not much good interior art these days. There just really isn't. Um. I'm curious to see where it goes, though. I mean, it's building a whole new world, a whole new universe. And one thing I will say, so it is selling really well. And in fact, it's selling so well. At this point, Midtown has now limited every single cover to one per customer. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think they sold like 150 plus. Yeah, they've sold, especially for a Dynamite book, they've sold a ton of copies. I've, I've been working recently with Dynamite. And shout out to Nick. Because this is something that they're working on. And so, I mean, again, I love the nostalgia chord that they're hitting. So you can feed me any of that stuff. I'm just going to eat it up. Mm-hmm. But I know that was something that they, that they were uh, over the moon about. So yeah. shout out to Nick and Dynamite. Good job. Yeah, the exclusives are, are probably one of the cooler nostalgia ones, number ones that they they really put out. Like, And, and to be honest, yeah, the whole on the, the Dynamite side, I think these variants are actually cool that, that they were doing a lot of the ones at megacon that i saw were awesome a lot of the ones that are just you know other people were putting out in general i mean mumra never looked so badass like lion <laughs> never looked so badass and i just yeah it was definitely cool to see that i'm hoping again the story picks up and you know again we all have our right you know we all have our thoughts on it so let's yeah. see what happens yeah. going forward I feel uh, like my main issue sorry I, go ahead no no yeah, yeah my main issue with it was like i really enjoyed it i did i I'm kind of with you, Justin. It wasn't anything like, um, like it wasn't like, holy hell, this is amazing, you know, but it was really good. I did really, really enjoy it. I just, I wasn't a big fan of Tigra's like mutton chops or like, uh, his mustache. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, that's what a lot of people said. I was very much like, wait, dude, is this this guy (laughs) the same age as Panthro now? Like, what's happening? Is Panthro's like the old ass dude? And this, this this guy looks like an old ass dude too. And he's got like that. He's almost like Colonel Mustard look going on. Like I don't know what was going on with this dude. He, he looked like the old, the, like the Irish guys that have literally like the like the. He looked like the Dugan. Yeah, Dum Dum Dugan. Like the yeah, whole yeah, thing like go all Dugan. the way around. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it, man. I'm hoping like maybe he Fair gets like, a fireball to the face and it singes the fur off or something. I yeah. And people were like, "Well, where's Snarf? Where the you know?" Tiger like, just was just so shadow. handsome in the original. He was just so clean cut and handsome. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Uh, all right, so what about you, Mr. Binkies? What are you reading? Anything fun and exciting these days? So the only two books that I've picked up and read through in the past couple of weeks, one was Ultimate Black Panther. The other was Thundercats. Um, I thought Ultimate Black Panther was decent. Not great. I didn't think it's anywhere near as good as Ultimate Spider-Man. Hmm. Uh, I continue to be apprehensive about the relaunch of this whole Ultimates universe. I feel like we've been down this road before yeah. we saw what happened. But, you know, there there's real comic fervor behind it. Uh, the past two or three weeks, I would say the first time, if you look at cover prices, top 10 or any, any of the real actual sales driven top 10s and not like feeling based top 10s, that legitimate open order issues are more than 50 percent of that top 10. 
and it's not back issues. It's stuff that's currently coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, yeah. The the Ultimate Black Panther was definitely another one that I that I read, and I'm <clears throat> trying to keep up with the, this new Ultimate Universe. I didn't really see the the really the go getting on this one. Obviously, like you said, same thing. It's not an Ultimate Spider Man. Um, I, I get the idea of bringing in like this whole Moon Knight thing. His brothers there, like, but still at, at the same time, like, I didn't feel like it brought that Ultimate Spider-Man number one feel, right? And and it's right. Black yeah. Panther has never been like an A-list character, so to restart the Ultimate Universe and to go right from Ultimate Spider-Man to Black Panther, like, so many other characters in between that you could have done, mm-hmm. right? And I well, get why they did like him because he's like kind of far off, so everything that happened in Ultimate Invasion really didn't affect them because. Wakanda was there before the maker. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like as well, it's just, you know, widespread. If if, think about it this way, if you're talking MCU related properties and the ultimate universe and things like that. Yeah. Everyone knows Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always going to carry, but to your, to your average, nobody that knows anything, but only knows MCU things they couldn't name a singular Avenger. It's not like they're going to put out uh, an ultimate Captain America book and people are going to be like, yeah, sign me up. Because that's the only other name that I feel like you can throw out there on the front of a book. And someone would be like, yeah, I know what that is. Cool. Mm. So I feel like Black Panther, especially in recent media, it's it's the one book that, or one character, I should say, that's it's out there. So somebody that may not know much about anything would see and be like, yeah, I know Black Panther. I know those two movies. I'll give this a read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for my books, obviously the past couple weeks, you know, you, you kind of talked about some books from last week. Uh, you know, this week's reads were kind of honorable mentions, you know, again, the Wolverine stuff. I know Zach, you're, you're reading that. So, um, I really don't want to speak too much on it. Uh, it was a little bit of a downer, I would say, except for one panel. Um, I'm just going to say X 23 and you people can, if you've read it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, as well. Um, Batman and Robin number six, you know, it's funny. I talked about it with Batman and Robin number five, you know, by this part, you know, that uh, Batman and Damien are kind of trying to find what's going on in school. They, they think there's one of the kids was, is uh, Zaz's son, right? That's what we talked about the last one. And I'm always so fucking gullible that I actually believe that the kid was actually Zaz's son, Mm -hmm. but again, that they always, they somehow they get me. Like, I, I know it's not, Right. I know that they're not going to have like the children of these characters who've been around for so long and great. Good issue. Obviously, Zaz is a character that you really don't get to see too much, but they still by the end of the issue, they still brought back the whole man bat thing. And I think that's what's really cool is, again, I said this a while ago in a couple other issues, you're bringing man bat for as a character who needs a, like a bump up in the Batman rogues. So good issue. The dynamic between Damien and Batman is growing. I like, you know, it's part the whole detective side with Batman and Robin in costume. And then the other half of the issue is father and son, which was something that was so cool about the original Batman and Robin new 52 run that I loved as well. Uh, But definitely pick of the week, mighty Morphin power Rangers, the return number one. Um, Zach, did you get a chance to read this one? I haven't got to that one. That's when pink Ranger returns, right? Yes. Yes. So really cool. Like I haven't read, a Power Rangers book, other than the crossover that they've done, obviously, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The last Power Rangers book I probably opened up was like the first appearance of Lord Draken. But this is happens 20 years after 
I get realistically it would be season one. So they beat uh, Lord Zed and Rita. The Power Rangers kind of disband. Uh, the Black Ranger is the only one who kind of says that he was an actual Power Ranger. The rest of them, he says, oh, well, the other Rangers are from all over the world. So it wasn't just like, oh, all the Rangers are there in Angel Grove. Um, at this point, uh, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, she passed away in real life. So they kind of did the same thing. They didn't, you know, she's not around. Tommy, same thing. He he died at some point. So the only ones left are the Black Ranger, Blue, Billy, uh, Jason, the Red Ranger. He's kind of like off. And then obviously Amy Jo Johnson, who actually was the Pink Ranger. She actually wrote, she co-wrote this with somebody else. And she kind of like moves away, moves to Canada, different name. And they start bringing each other back together. And something happens. Some some creature or somebody is actually hunting the rangers now. And the only who, person who kind of still uses his powers is uh, Jason, the Red Ranger. But he's gone missing. So now the, th- the three rangers left are trying to find out, like, what's going on. So And they kind of made, like, a pact, like, years ago that they never would use their swords. They would never use their abilities again. And all of a sudden, Jason's the only one who's doing that, like, to kind of being like a mercenary because and it's pretty cool the way you see him so but pick of the week power rangers the return number one was awesome and it really brought back the nostalgic of the 90s stuff so um what about you man zach what did you uh what do you got for reads um let's see let through yeah the batman and robin was really good um i like the transformers this week was pretty strong as well um but i think honestly i enjoyed actually surprisingly and i wasn't sure if i was going to pick this book up but um, the Mace Windu, I actually kind okay. of enjoyed the Mace Windu book, which was, I think, was last week. Um, but I wasn't really sure I was going to pick it up, to be honest. I kind of feel like I'm burned a lot on, on Star Wars lately. I, I'm really kind of down on the Star Wars imprint at the moment. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a lot of, like, great stories um, currently, I feel like. So, uh, but I picked it up. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. And, and honestly, I think part of it's cool is because you just can't help but read it. And it's... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's voice. Whenever he talks, you just like hear Samuel L. Jackson's voice in your head. So yeah. that was cool. But I think honestly, my pick of the week is um the I think it's issue eight. Let me check real quick. Green Lantern that just came out. Yeah, Green Lantern number eight. And honestly, I thought the first I wasn't sure if I was gonna keep going after Green Lantern one and two with this one, but man, it's really gotten strong. Um, I mean, in a nutshell, basically the the guardians are gone, the United Planets are running the uh, Green Lantern Corps. And they've like quarantined Earth because it's a shithole that just is constantly in trouble, right? And so, um, Hal refused. They tell all the Green Lanterns they can't go back to Earth, and Hal goes back to Earth and he loses his ring. But he ends up like creating a new ring and it's operating a little different. And in this issue, we're kind of getting a little bit more like information on it. But you're also seeing it's kind of the bigger issue going on is all the a lot of the power power batteries are being destroyed. So, like, the blue power battery was destroyed. The green one's been Damn. destroyed, I think. And so there's some like bigger threat going on out there in the universe. And uh it, it's really cool. And they have in, in the end of at the end of each issue, there's kind of like a like a sub story. And this one was Kyle Rayner and him kind of exploring it a little bit as well with uh Joe, Joe Sojourner and stuff. Um but yeah, I, I'm really liking I'm really liking it. The was it issue six or seven where they did the we find out like the death of Kilowog? That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was a really good issue, um, but it's strong, and I feel like it's getting stronger, and I'm getting more intrigued. And I, I love, I love Green Lantern stuff, and especially when they when they actually like lean into the uh, the spectrum and the ring colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm hoping we get a little bit more from that too. But yeah, I've really enjoyed this one so far. So, so, so the real question is, did anyone read Night Thrasher? I did. Actually, I did. How was it? So because I, I was baffled as to why we're reintroducing. Okay, so topic. you know what? Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I did want to t- talk about it. I was kind of excited about it because I love 90s stuff, right? So like, I, I you know, the New Warriors, are they great? No, they're not great, but they're fun as hell to read. Like the old <laughs> night, night, like New Warriors were fun, man. Then they did the New Warriors where they died in Stanford, right? And then I saw Night Thrasher 1 come out and I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Like, And I didn't buy it though. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy it though. So I read it online. And I don't know, man. It wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. Um, they have some good. De- it, there's a lot of flashback characters. Obviously, silhouettes in it. Midnight Fire shows up. Um, so there's some callbacks. I don't. Night Thresher's character is just kind of like, I don't know. Long story short, he's kind of back, but he doesn't really. He knows he's back from the dead because of the weird stuff that happened in Contest of Champions. He's supposed to be dead, and he's not sure if he should be back, so he's all, like, angsty. Like, oh, like, should I be dead? Like, no, no, you're alive. I don't know what to tell you. So he's doing all this weird shit, and then you see the villain at the end. I don't I don't really want to spoil it since it just came out, but it's another character you'll know from, like, New Warriors, you know, era. But um, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably check out issue two. So uh, I'm just confused how they had five open order covers for it. Really? Wow. Five open order covers. I'm guessing it ends up being a one, like a, like a mini series, dude. This is like Marvel starts and they're like, Ooh, sales are down ended at five, you know, like real quick. Um, <laughs> giving shut you, it down. Yeah. Everyone just shut it down. Yeah. Giving you that many covers on just an issue one for like a, what is it? Like a, God, I don't know. E-list character? Come oh, on, yeah. it's pretty I mean, weird. It's low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even with the Warriors, he was like the least exciting. Coolest looking, maybe. But like, yeah. The least exciting. And they get to do the skateboard. Like, what the fuck? But they get the skateboard. And like, even this time around, in terms of visual appearance, he's not doing it for me on that Alan Quad cover. It's just, it's, it's not doing it for me. You talking, is that the cover A? Yeah. The one it kind of looks like, almost like he's going through like hyperspace. Yeah, it's either hyperspace and I think it's supposed to be like a glass pane and there's a set of hands and I just yeah. he looks like a reject from like a, a two thousand Bioshock video game. Mm. It's just not good. Nice. It's not that bad. game. Good callback. I would say check it out if you like if you're interested in reading it. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. Um and it could get better. Like I said, I like the callbacks to some of the some of the, the new warriors like universe type stuff. So that was kind of I, cool. I did have to chuckle as well though. There, there's a Joe Jesco trading card variant for it. I'm like, Jesco did a trading card of Night Thrasher? Okay, sure. Whatever. Trading I mean, I love me some Joe Jesco. But yeah, I, I do love Joe Jesco. I'm gonna look at that. Joe Jesco, Night Thrasher. There's so many tabs open of things that you said it's, to go down these rabbit holes when I get it, home later. And like admittedly, it's really good art, but like why on earth is Jesco doing <laughs> random trading card of Night Thrasher of all people? Still better than any epic variant. Dude, well, still better than Taco Time, bro. That's that. Uh, it's a low bar. Man, yeah, whoever you get, whatever. Oh um, God, I don't want to jump too far. Yeah, back. we're not gonna get. We're not gonna go back into that. So, sorry. <clears throat> let's real quick. Yeah. Let's kind of just you know we we this week. Uh, I know none of us have seen it, and probably none of us will see it. The Madam Web movie just came out. Uh, getting awful reviews uh pretty much what? no way <laughs> listen i probably will end up going to see it on like a matinee where it's buy one 
please just take you know they give me money to actually go see the movie <laughs> but, uh, they just give yeah. me the bag of popcorn. they just gave me the money a whole bag of popcorn and a soda just to go see so and, they and can actually run this movie the entire theater yeah i could have the whole theater myself just so they can have somebody employed to actually press the button to hit play but with that being said we had the we had a tra- trailer drop of deadpool at the super bowl we also had the the announcement of the fantastic forecast and we also got a trailer drop for uh, x-men 97 um let's kind of go around the horn real quick you know let, let's just talk about this so um comic dunes you know what was your favorite thing that they kind of dropped marvel this week yeah, I, I it was the deadpool wolverine until we got the x-men and mm-hmm. uh the deadpool wolverine got me excited to see what they were going to do. There's a lot of leaks coming out. So uh, interested. And then all of a sudden it was like X-Men 97. I'm all in. Give me that. That was just really cool. I noticed some of the voices seemed a little bit off. Uh, I, but I, 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 the nineties thing. Come on. That's what it is. Yeah. You remember those voices. You've watched it. So many, that series so many times. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But some weren't the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So which, I, I don't know what happened to those characters, the, the voice actors, but which side note, by the way, for those folks that aren't aware, and I assume most folks that listen to this podcast are aware. If you were anticipating on watching X-Men 97, you actually need to go back and watch the old series. Cause it is literally the follow-up to it. Yeah. So unless you go back and rewatch the old stuff, you're going to have no blessed clue what the hell is happening. I have it going on in the background almost all the time here at the shop. When I'm doing Lies. I've seen wrestling at that shop. <laughs> no, both. Check my history. Oh, okay. oh Jesus. Well, good. Great, man. Wow. We're not trying to open up that Pandora's yeah. box. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see what OnlyFans page you're going on. Like, I don't need to see how many times you Googled taco time. <laughs> Um, Binkies, what was your favorite thing of this week's Marvel's job? It, for sure, it's X Men '97. It's the thing that I'm most looking forward to. I'm. Yep. yep. I don't need to see the. So I mean, I've seen it, but like, I don't need a trailer for Deadpool. It's gonna get my money anyway, and I feel like, <laughs> and, and if we learned anything, I feel like that trailers for things like Deadpool are just. <laughs> we're gonna use the word again. They're just creating a cash grab. Is all it's doing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't need it all in front of me. I'm going to let it play out. I, I could have used the 30 second teaser and called it a day. I, I don't need to see Alioth punning people and I don't need to see Pyro back and I don't need to see people making up seeing characters and things in the books to try to sell other things. And I don't need to see people saying, oh, there's a copy of Secret Wars 5 and then suddenly a $2 you know, dollar bin book is now a $65 book because a glimpse was in snow. Yeah, I, I mean, I see like behind. Obviously, this is audio, but I think I see about fifteen copies behind Comic Dunes at his shop right now, and they look like they're priced about forty or fifty dollars. Oh, higher than that. I price gouge everything. Oh, you price gouge? You're price gouging? Okay. Uh, oh, the, the, the rule is this: it's either going to be two dollars or two thousand dollars. <laughs> I might make something up. I have a price gun readily available, and it's it's a game of Russian roulette. So you don't oh. use you don't use the uh, the 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 yearly. Uh, Beckett of comics. You don't use the comics guide. That? Yes. No, I do not. Okay. So yeah, but, uh, yeah. It, but it's avoid FOMO, folks. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. Please avoid FOMO. And if you're going to consider that these books and appearances may mean something, take the time to understand what the stories are about. Um, you know, I, I posted something on my IG earlier this week, which 
was literally no more than 12 hours after that trailer dropped that key collector had already updated the quote-unquote value of the book to a high of $30, which, no. Just no. no. Number one, no. Number two, if you're going to do that, I've got a better idea for you. Number one, tell people why that book is actually a real key. Because it's Cause Night Machine, bro. First appearance of Night Machine. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the only reason, right? It has nothing <laughs> to do with the, nothing to do with the death of Molecule Man. Nope. Nope. Not, nothing at all. Don't want to mention that. And then number two, if you're going to do things like that and update this files and do those things, well, I don't fundamentally have a problem with that. I've got a better idea. Why don't you go and unhide legitimate keys and, and stop forcing people to hit the little checkbox to show all issues for certain things? And for those folks that are like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm, I'm going to give everyone a primed, primed example of this. If you search for Batman, the adventure continues. So the, the two series that came out, I guess this is mm -hmm. probably like three and four years ago. The one whole run of that literally just doesn't even exist, which included, I'm not going to say it's major, but in the scheme of things, a major first appearance of a character who is now involved as a follower, a disciple, if you will, with Deathstroke. And it was a book that for quite a while was like a $20 raw book. Yep. But yet you have to check the box that says, show me all of the non-keys to find that. But this thing, because it appeared in the snow in a trailer, ah, it's out there, $30 book. Uh, Zach, real quick. Um, No, I'm going to go long, actually. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, Deadpool is Deadpool. Honestly, I, 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 I love the Deadpool movies. Don't get me wrong. Like, like Binky said, of course, it's going to get my money. But I hate all the Easter eggs and I hate all the new characters that they're throwing in. And it's because I know they're not going to be a character of value. Like we talked the past week or so ago about Dazzler. Like, that's a great character that could be wasted in like a cameo. Like, that, that stuff bums me out. Um, mm -hmm. so it's, it's cool. It's whatever. X-Men 97, yeah, I thought it was really cool also. Um, I'm kind of on, on, on a little bland on all three, to be honest. And then the Fantastic Four, like yeah. it was like, okay, casting. Mm. Um, we knew about this I, for yeah, the most part, right? It wasn't really anything rumored, surprising. Right? So um, yeah. I'm a little I'm a little meh on all of them, to be honest. That wasn't I think like, the, blown away. I think I'm the only thing that like people that knew knew, but not necessarily everyone knew. Uh, was the fact that Fantastic Four is going to take place in the 1960s. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people necessarily yeah. consider that or realize that, and they thought that we were going to get another you know, rehash of what we had from Fox, where it's like modern age and everything else. No, they're going back to the 1960s. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think that has the potential to be interesting, but yeah. you know, what, what do you do with a series like that? Because let's all be honest with ourselves for a second. Does anyone really give a damn? about the fantastic four or do people give a damn about the fantastic four because of things like galactus and silver surfer and dr doom does anyone really care about reed richards yeah, does anyone really care about the thing them. it's all about the villains they may be marvel's first family but it's all about the villains yep who first appeared in all their books that's all that matters throughout the entire fantastic four, fantastic four. even you know stanley kirby all that no it's... yeah so uh, that's one thing I'm curious about. I mean, obviously we just have casting news and it's a, just a small snippet, 
And, and Herbie, uh, don't forget about Herbie's in there. Her, Herbie's in there. I, I did appreciate that. I thought that was kind of kind of a fun throwback. Um, yeah, that was cool. But um, for myself, uh, the Deadpool thing was whatever. It made me end up watching Deadpool two on Disney Plus like Monday or Tuesday. I had it, had it on the background while I was you know boxing up some stuff. I think the X Men ninety seven was totally cool watching it, and then that moment when Gambit jumps on Wolverine's back and like supercharges his claws totally got the douche chills on that like i was just like oh that's that's awesome like that's really cool like i can't wait for the battles and like you see the sentinels are in there bishop is in there um you know magneto there's there's so much stuff that i'm I'm hoping for that they do and they don't ruin it by like taking you know things out of context that are happening now in like our society like it should be again it's 97 so what's going on what was happening in 1997 in comic books in the world We'll see. So that was uh, a long episode. Appreciate everybody who stuck around. You actually got to hear some comic book talk. We talked, uh, of course, all the Epic Nation BS. Again, make sure you go check out Brian McClay's full show on YouTube on Beyond Wednesdays. I want to thank my panel guests, the addition to the Jeff Squareds over here. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, let's you know, find out where they can, you know, where you could see them. Uh, Mr. Binky03. Where can people find you? Uh, everyone can find me for not much longer, but on whatnot. A little, little teaser, a little teaser. Uh, you you guys may not be seeing me much uh, after about a week from now. So, Are you going to your... start selling on that Spider-Man Boots page? How, how'd you know? In fact, I'm, I'm just going to make mystery boxes. Mercari? With... You going to Mercari? I, I, I heard they have great oh, shipping wow. rates on Mercari. Good shit. Great shipping rates on Mercari, dude. Pop <laughs> shop live, bro. That's what it's all about. Uh, you know, I, I actually I made that platform. Okay. Yeah, did you? Were you there? Were you at the foundation? I, I was there. I was there when you created it. You are never gonna get it. We are never getting those people on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but, but no, awesome. you you guys will be able to find me on whatnot for about one more week. Um, other than that, hopefully you guys will be hearing and seeing me a little bit more here. Hopefully, I you know. You guys have some room for for a, a lonely straggler to, to pop in every once in a while. Always oh, yeah. welcome on the channel, bro. Always and, welcome. And uh, you know, other than that, you guys can can see me on Beyond Wednesdays. I'll be around Saturdays, some Wednesdays, some other days. Awesome. And more importantly, you can find me on Instagram. And anybody that is listening, please follow the Instagram because there are there are some important things that are going to be said in the next handful of days. Um, so please keep an eye out on that. Binky03, everyone. B-I-N-K-I-E-S-0-3. Yes. All right. Let's go to the other Jeff. Uh, we kept him long enough. I could see him at the shop. He's dying over there. He's hungry. He wants to go yeah, home. He wants it. to play some Fortnite. I do. Uh, I actually do. It's horrible. Comic um, Dunes. What's up? And if you're on there, you can find me at Comic Dunes. Mm. Find me on Instagram, Comic Dunes. You can find me at the Jam Comic Store, Route uh, Jesus, 770 Route 15 South. Lake Hopakong, New Jersey, uh, Tuesdays, I'm sorry, Thursdays and, and Saturdays. And then at Fat Jack's Comic Crypt in Philly, 2006 Sans Sansom Street. It's so many, I'm at so many places on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So we got a lot going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to be hosting a lot of uh, signings moving forward. We're working on Scott Hanna plus a few. A ton of other people i'll, I'll call you on the way home and okay. let you know but um you got the uh the experience as well 
Song yeah, on the, the experience. The experience. Yeah, I'm sorry. Look at that. We we do a morning show on Thursdays, uh, which is why I'm actually a little extra tired today. Because we uh we we run from eleven to twelve thirty on the experience YouTube channel. Check that out. And then we're gonna be doing a night show on Saturdays as well. Instagram, the whole bit, comic dunes, jam comic store. Check us out. You guys can also find uh, idiot dunes at bubbles on the pole. So be sure to stop by and bring your dollar bills. I'll take nice. it. I'll and take uh, it. since you're, I mean, you might as well, you're, you're throwing out all your addresses. Why don't you just give them your home address so they can go buy <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, I'm not hard to find, man. I put a business card in every order. <laughs> yeah. All you got to do is buy a book if you want to get in touch with me. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, Zach, closing words. No, all good. All right. Uh, for myself, of course, the Comic Con podcast will be at King Kong in about two months. Uh, obviously we got that rolling soon. Terrific con. Um, please check out our sponsors, sidekick supplies. They are rocking and rolling over there. Um, I literally had to make my third order cause I just have so many short boxes over here that just have some space and I need to throw them in there. So that's it from us here at the comic con podcast. Uh, please share out this. If you want to hear people rant and rave about Epic nation and, uh, again, voice your opinion, see something, say something. Uh, let's get out of here. Everybody. Thank you so much. Peace out. Later.